This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 489 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by FeedXL.com. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Shauna Koresh. Shauna may be known by many of us as the clicker training lady, but what she really is is the take it out of the textbook and put it in the barn lady. Shauna uses scientifically proven training and teaching methods, removes the science weenie language, and gives horse folks like us amazing tools with which to improve our horse's behavior and performance. Her reward reinforcement training system dramatically accelerates the learning process for any breed or discipline by unlocking the horse's natural desire to perform. What results is an incredible bond between human and horse, a partnership based on success. Shauna's tip today is an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning episode number 208 about using baby steps to reach the bigger goal. But first, a word about today's sponsor, FeedXL.com. When you go to FeedXL.com, you can get all of the nutritional information you need to make sure your horse has a healthy, balanced diet in just three easy steps. Just log on to FeedXL.com and tell FeedXL about your horse. Then tell FeedXL what your horse eats. Then see the results. FeedXL does all of the math and all of the nutritional science to give you an accurate picture of what your horse is really eating and whether his nutritional needs are really being met or exceeded. And what's more, FeedXL has forums where you can interact with other FeedXL members and a cost calculator where you can formulate the cost of what you're feeding or the cost of what you should be feeding. Go to FeedXL.com today and discover for yourself why smart horse folks from all over use it to be absolutely sure they are feeding their horses exactly what they need in the most cost-effective way possible. And, newsflash, FeedXL.com has been awarded Best Software Product Servicing the Agricultural Industry by the Australian Business Awards. Enjoy today's tip. And how can they pay attention if they're not quiet enough to look at you? But then there's also just the impatient horse, you know, like the young horses that are fidgety. So you have the fidgety horse, and then you have the just teaching them to stand still, like for ground tying or being still. But we start, you know, I, and, and for those of you who don't know, start with the clicker and the clicker or other bridge signals. I use my verbal, I use a verbal bridge signal. I, you know, I can use a tactile signal, and that just tells them yes, so whatever it is. But I'm going to say it as a clicker because a lot of people think of it as clicker training. But um, so the clicker tells them yes, what you've just done is correct, or your verb, you know, when you tell them, use a word for it. And so you, you condition that, and you, and you pair that with a primary reinforcement, which in this case I would use food. And then you, next thing you do is I teach them to touch their nose to a target. And I'm also going to tell you the very first thing they learn to do when they're learning to click or train, I teach them to turn their head away so that they stand still, stand with their head. Eventually their head just stands straight with their eye on you but not ever touching, mouthing you. And then the next thing we do is move into target training and teach them to touch. It's like a a dowel, like two feet, or it can be whatever you want. But then it has a marine fishing net float on the end, so it looks kind of like a big Q-tip. So we teach them to touch their nose. <laughs> I mean, it really does. <laughs> a 
Right, and this is tools they used at SeaWorld. They teach them to touch their nose to a target. And that's very simple. They do it. They love it. They're interested. They, they love the process. But then how do you take that to, to under saddle behavior or to standing quietly? So the target can be sometimes it is used physically in teaching a behavior, teaching to, to lower their head for clipping, to teach them to go into a trailer, to teach them to, to do a, a lot of things it can be used using the target because it physically can help set them up, get them to do something, you know, to get them to go into a trailer and they're standing around, I hate the trailer. And you can just touch the target. You already know about touching the target from your stall. And then they go, okay, I'm just going to touch the target. Well, next thing you know, they're loading in the trailer because they're so focused on the target. But then there's a lot of behaviors, you know, like a lot of behaviors I did with BZ Madden. It was, we're going straight to under saddle, and you're not going to use it. But the target still teaches them, it's, it's like a step, it's a learning step. So you're kind of teaching them how to learn in this new way, utilizing the positive reinforcement, how to solve the puzzle. It's a little bit like you can't learn to multiply until you understand the concept of add. Yes, exactly. So you, yeah. Right, you're giving them, it's a conceptual thing where they start thinking, oh, I have to do something in order to solve the puzzle to get my reinforcement. So yeah. it's, and it's easy, it's engaging, they love it. So I do that no matter what I'm going to be doing next. So then, now let's say, and, and a great behavior to teach is standing still, and it, whether it's ground tying or teaching them to be less fussy. <laughs> yeah, I love that but, whole less fussy concept, yeah. Yeah, and, that's, and you know, I just, I just did a video on this, or a gal sent me a video, and you can see the horse is trying so hard to be good, and she's kind of missing it, you know, because she was so busy with the behavior that she was not reinforcing the standing still. So I kind of went back and I, you know, I did a little video for her and said, you know, really, you're, you're missing a lot of really important behavior. And pretty soon that horse is only going to be doing, 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 and not standing patiently anymore because that's not getting reinforced because we as people tend to forget how important that is. They're little so, tiny steps, yeah. So if I yeah. have a horse that he gets target, he touches his Q-tip, and he thinks mm -hmm. it's wonderful, <laughs> but every time I take the horse out of his stall, um, and I cross tie him or I tie him up to mm -hmm. groom him or something. He just moves back and forth and left and right and just got a mild case of don't stand still. What uh -huh. is the very first step? Well, step one is I touch a target. What's the very next thing that the person needs to observe and reward after touch the target? Okay, well then the next thing, and this being the goal, the thing I would always look for is I would always click and reinforce when he's standing quietly. And I would build up that as a, um, so, so you can just capture it as you're doing things. Let's say you're doing things and you're grooming and he's kind of, you know how they walk up and back and you're kind of just staying with them and you keep currying. As much as possible, you don't want to draw attention to the fussiness by correcting it because you can inadvertently be rewarding that behavior, you know, because I think this is how I get attention. Look, I don't really want to be here, but they stop and fuss at me, or I don't want to be groomed or whatever it is. They get attention for all that fussiness. We say, stop doing this, stop chewing on this, stop playing, stop, 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 stop. So we, we actually can actually reinforce that. So the best thing to do is to ignore that, but then on the other side of that coin is to draw attention when they're standing still because that is what you want to say. That is the behavior that will earn you attention, will earn you, you know, a, a food reinforcement, will get you what you want. Or even for a moment, I'll just, if you hate 
you know, the vacuum, I will stop for a moment and give you a break from it. I'll reinforce you, right. draw attention to oh, the standing still. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Because a lot of horses, they're pretty quiet, but then if you, for example, vacuum, a lot of horses, especially those thin-skinned thoroughbreds we all love, um, uh -huh. they tend to fuss a lot more when they're getting brushed with their least favorite brush with stiff bristles or a curry or something <laughs> like that. So you have to curry the horse. It's part of what you need to uh -huh. do. So I have the horse who's pretty quiet except when he's getting curried. So I'm going to start currying, and I'm going to curry the part that he dislikes the least. I'm going to use a double negative there. So I'm going to curry the top of his croup because he's usually pretty good about that. And he's standing reasonably still, so I could click and reward while I'm currying that croup because that's when he's the quietest. Is that a good route to go? That is a good route to go, and then you're building up a good reinforcement history with the, the right behavior, you know, so he starts mm -hmm. thinking, oh, okay, wait, when I was still, I got reinforced, mm -hmm, continue. Mm -hmm. And then, well, then the, the next thing you do is I would then, as you move to a different area, his, his fussier area, and you move slowly. This, I mean, every training process should, should be in small steps and not mm -hmm. really moving to the next step till this step before is, is solid. And, mm -hmm. and that's a common training problem. We just kind of want to barrel ahead mm -hmm. <laughs> on <Right>. our agenda. <laughs> and so just, you know, and, just, and then move down a little bit to, towards an area that might be towards, not all the way to, an area that might be a more sensitive area. You know, let's say it's, you know, his, his barrel. So as you start moving a little bit towards his barrel, when he is standing still again, and, and he may fuss a little bit, but when he makes that choice to stand still for even a little minute, you know, or even seconds, you know, just say, that's good, that was better, and, and, and move then towards it. Now, if he keeps fussing, like, let's say you move six inches, and you think that shouldn't be, that's not that big a deal, and you move a little bit, and he's good, and he's good, and he's good, and he starts fussing, if you kind of stop, sometimes you're reinforcing him because that sensation is maybe something that he just wants to fuss at as opposed to stand still for. So I right. kind of keep going until I get them, not trying to be aggravating or annoying, and if they're panicky, of course, I, I'll just right. kind of regroup a little bit. But, I, you know, maybe move back just a little bit and get them standing still again. And, and pretty soon, and, and when they're quiet again, you draw attention to that, you can stop that behavior, reinforce them. And pretty soon you're going to have them, you're going to see them making choices. You may see lips still fussing just a little bit because they're going, oh, I'm trying so hard. Right. But so whenever, whenever you're moving towards the area that they don't appreciate being groomed, if you see your horse training you, I'm going to curry <laughs> the croup, now I'm going to curry a loin, when you make that direct change and he starts to fuss, you go, uh-oh, better not do that, go back to croup. What you've just done is taught your horse to fuss while you groom his loin. Exactly. Very, okay. very well put. And that's exactly it. So we kind of, as trainers and people, we, 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 we forget that a lot. I mean, I see in, in horse people they're kind of forgetting. What, if you break it down, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. But at the time, you sometimes don't really process. You're just thinking, this is just unreasonable, you know, and because we're, we're thinking it's not that big a deal, forgetting to kind of come from where they might be coming from and, and that we inadvertently train a lot of things in our horses. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Look to the trainer. Look to the trainer for solutions because sometimes yeah, the trainer it, caused the problem to start with. Yeah, and it, it is really, I mean, you know, it's kind of cliche, but it really is teaching the people to kind of be aware of the behavior principles that aren't effect whether they know them or not. So the more you learn, the more you go, you know what, I see what I'm doing, or I see why he's doing that. Because if any behavior 
And this is just a proven principle. If any behavior increases in frequency, whether it's bucking, it's fussing in the cross tie, whatever it is, if it's a norm, it somehow is serving to be reinforced. It's reinforcing them in some way, shape, or form, whether it's avoiding something they don't want or it is getting something they do want. So in the case of us moving our hand away or stopping to fuss, they, we may be getting just stopping the behavior is actually reinforcing, or sometimes as we perceive it, correcting them, we may perceive that as, oh, I'm punishing them or correcting them when they may be thinking, but look, I'm getting attention. You know, like the horse right. that paws in a cross tie, we come running up to fuss, well, he's like, phew, you're back. Ow, 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 you know, or whatever it might be. But. <laughs> Well, but you're back. To too, a, a horse is a very physical animal in that interaction that we may perceive as unpleasant, for mm -hmm. example, shoving them or slapping them with the palm of your hand, he may perceive that as a playful, interactive behavior versus a stop the behavior you're doing. He might have a completely different perception of that physical interaction, and we need to look at ourselves and go, well, I've been using this training technique for two years now, and my horse still fusses every time I leave the cross eyes. Maybe I need to change it. Yeah, exactly. Something is reinforcing him. What could it possibly be? So if you just rebalance those scales, and it's a good, I think it's a, a really what you brought up, it is really a big behavior with um, particularly horses that don't get to socialize. You know, show horses kind of tend to be more on their own, so they want to socialize with somebody, and if that's us, they will take it. You know, they would okay. just yep. any port storm. bar and play those horse games. Yeah, and then you think of the stallion-y horses or the colts and the young horses that are learning how to interact socially, and part of that learning process is to engage with other horses, and, and it's just them learning how to, you know, down the road, it's going to serve them as being dominant or subdominant or, or recognizing social signals. But as young horses, they learn to test and experiment that, and stallions just learn to fight for their place in the herd. So they fight, and so they start as little cults, learning how to, to duke it out a little bit. And it's all fun and games while they're growing and learning. And so we, trying to correct them oftentimes, they're like going, yeah, yeah, let's do that. You know, this is fun. So it, is, it can be very engaging for horses, and, and it, you just don't know. But if any behavior increases in frequency, try to look around think, he, you know, this is getting worse. You know, he's bucking more. What's happening? What am I doing? Or, and sometimes we may not know, but the more you kind of think about it process, you may discover something, or even if you just try something different, it may, you may find much better results. So, so our take-home today is take <laughs> small steps towards the end goal, in this case standing still, be sure to reward the behavior, the desired behavior or attempted behavior at the right time and not reward um, behavior, you didn't and behavior you didn't want. And if the technique you're using and the timing you're using is exacerbating the problem, take a step back and check either how you're rewarding or if your reward is at, if what you think is a punishment is actually a reward. And I think one other little um, the little thing to keep in mind there too. Also, what you're when you're actually giving the reward. So the let's time. say you're you're doing a food reward, and you know, like you're teaching your horse to. This happened to me. A gal told me this. She was teaching her horse to lift her foot to have her foot dealt with. You know, she, she's a young little mare. She was a little filly. She's teaching, and she said. But now it's like the horse is pulling her foot out of my hand and putting it back on the ground. 
And I said, okay, well, she wasn't using a bridge signal, wasn't using a clicker or something that told her, yes, that's the behavior I like, but she was simply just re offering a reinforcement. And I said, okay, well, when do you actually give the carrot? And she said, when I'm done. <laughs> and I said, where's her foot? It's on the ground. So the horse was actually was learning, wait, I can get my foot on the ground. The quicker it's on the ground, the quicker I get my reinforcement. So she was not, you know, the horse is putting together. That is when I get my reinforcement, when the foot's on the ground. So by putting the clicker in there, we actually had a way to tell her, yes, I like that you're, what we're doing right now, and you bookmark it. So she thinks, oh, yeah, when my foot's up, I just earned a reward. So even though then she may be getting fed with her foot on the ground, you, she communicated the point that she liked that earned her the reward. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You have to, that bridge is what gives you the ability to say, Good job, reward later. Exactly, and that, that definitely goes into the undersaddle stuff where you can yeah. say, flying lead change, I like that, you, you know, whatever it is, you can say, that's what I like. Even though you're going to reinforce in a moment, you know, that's a nice segue to them for them to, to, them to start learning. This is what earned me the reward, this changing of my balance, you know, or this shift in weight or this picking up this foot. or So, yes, definitely. Well, as usual, Shauna, great stuff to keep my gray matter busy when I go riding this afternoon because Speaker and I are working on opening and closing gates while mounted. We used to be pretty decent at it, and now we stink, so we have to kind of start at the beginning. And Jennifer, I hear, I hear Jennifer's brain going, and I just want to say that the overgrown Q-tip is not going to work for me. Um, <laughs> You cannot train me with the overgrown Q-tip. Because I hear her thinking, you know, maybe I can get him to focus a little more if I just use the overgrown Q-tip. And I don't think it's really going to work. I'm just saying. You know, really, Glenn, I would be concerned once Jen starts hand-feeding you treats. That's when you know you're in trouble. Here you go. Eat this. Good boy. Eat this. Stay. Stay. <laughs> Well, there you go. And thanks, Shauna, for that tip. And thank you to Glenn and Jamie from the Horses in the Morning Show, from which this tip is excerpted. To listen to all of Shauna's tip, just go to horsetipdaily.com and find her name over on the Experts drop-down menu on the left. They're all alphabetized and easy to find. You can also ask Shauna questions from her website at askshauna.com. That's ask, A-S-K, S-H-A-W-N-A dot com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 